What's up, everybody? We're back again with a new episode. We're talking about the Super Coppa of both the Itali- um, Italy and Spain. And we're also talking about the Carabao Cup fixtures and some of the um, um, interesting matches that went on in the half corner as well. So, without further ado, welcome to the latest episode of Back on a Podcast. So, Josh, how was your week? I mean, it was okay. It was okay. Um, a bit confused, especially on Wednesday night. The Super Copa of, like you said, both Italy and Spain. And then the Carabao Cup, second leg, Chelsea, Tottenham. I basically did not know which game to watch. But I guess that's the price we have to pay for quality football everywhere. Sometimes you just don't know which one to watch. So, I ended up picking the Carabao Cup fixture because it was the most easily accessible to me and frankly, I don't really care about Super Cups. Um, for me, I had three screens. So, I, I was watching, I was before... Um, big before... big man thing. <laughs> no, before before the Super Cup, um, the Carabao Cup started, I was watching the Cote d'Ivoire game on my TV. Then on the Android, I was watching the Barcelona game. Then on my iPhone, God I was I was not watching. God when. Oh, 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 oh. Look at this guy. This guy is doing on the podcast. Look at this guy. Hey, man. By the end of the day, I had to just focus on two. I had to just focus on two. So I had to just focus on the um, Barcelona game and the Chelsea game. I turned off the rest. So that's that's what it is. Focus on two. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> that, that sounds like you actually had fun. So that's nice. Uh, Okay, so let's start with the one in Spain, the classical. Um, Barcelona fans, um, I can't speak for you, but most Barcelona fans I know, and even on Twitter, they are happy with the defeat because Barcelona played well. So is this like promising signs for the future? Like, remember, I said this thing to you, like, there's no way uh, Real Madrid lose that game. I was like, Real Madrid is going to pack this Barcelona thing. And from the first classical down to this one, like this season, the difference is clear to see. Like Barcelona played very well. It's just one or two players like Busquets, Alba, the old heads that were just um, causing some kind of errors. But still, like all in all, if you actually check Barcelona... And injured, injured players returning, very promising. Yes, I'm telling you. Like for the first time, like... People actually remember how good Pedri was. Like Pedri's ball progression, his passes, his line breaking passes was very good. He was competing. I don't, with I don't think I don't think anyone forgot though. Um, some people could have forgotten, you know, you know, like he just he has been out for I think four months now. So some people could have forgotten. So uh, it's happy to, like for the first time in a while, like when there's like to me, this is why I, I normally see it. When there's so much option to choose from. That's when you actually see the managerial tactics and how flexible a manager can be. And I was happy to see how flexible Xavi can be in changing the system when it's not working, in putting players at the right position to create to uh, create overloads and to make them more effective and um, cause um, Real Madrid problems. And we saw that that was a very very entertaining. But, match to watch. but as 
as much as we are praising Javi, why on earth did you start Ferran Torres? This guy has been injured for months. He's off the pace and he's a classical, necessary pressure. Don't, don't these coaches think before they do things? No, and you see, ended I, up playing I, just the first half. I told you, I told you that day, like, Ferran Torres, uh, Ferran Torres has been, well, he has been declared okay to play for like two weeks. The reason why he has not played is we all know the registration. Then he now had COVID. And COVID is not an easy thing to recome, um, return um, from because it affects your breathing pattern and the way your, your fitness level is. And him bringing Ferratores on, like, it was, a, it was something that I felt like he could have not done that. Like, I agree with you. Like, putting him there, it's not good for his development. But the truth is, like, realistically, there's no option. I swear to you. There's no option. Like, look at, look, look, look at the depa he brought. The pie was looking like a fat bully when he came on. He could not control the ball. He could not move well. I don't. This your agenda against the pie? I don't. I don't understand where it came from. No, 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 no. It's not an agenda. It's just what what he played. It's the truth. He, the pie was. So how about how about Luke De Young that all of a sudden keeps scoring in every game? So now he's the good De Young in Barcelona. You, you know it's funny. Luke De Young is even playing better than the pie. Although, although, how... although, although his goal was was. Basically, very chaotic and bizarre, like they go in this classical. But yeah, I mean, they all I, I count. Know, I know. They all count. They all count. Yeah, apart from the goal, like he he had go through, um he had opportunities to score uh, with the headers. He was in good positions, but the pie, like the pie, pisses me off. He says that he's he looks a good player. Pass the ball when you need to pass the ball. Don't hold on to it too much. Because don't you think he he, don't you think he's don't you think he's rusty? He has had his own fair his own fair share of injuries. Well, if you want to defend him, no problem. Because I'm actually um, perplexed that you're defending him. You that are no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not defending him. But like you're you're basically singling him out like he was the worst player on the pitch. I don't think I, he was. I, I caught the, the, the worst player on the pitch to me. Like I, I would say, Alba got the assist for the um, equalizer for Asufati, but. Alba was terrible, very, very terrible. Oh, was, was that was that was that more down to? Yeah, yeah, Alba wasn't good from the highlights I watched. But um, how about we look at Xavi because the Barcelona were trailing, they needed to get back into the game. So he he basically even Piquet touched on it his post match conference. They basically went three at the back, like. Man for man. Yes, almost. but before before they and went then, for three and then, at the back, and then, Alba was good. and then and then and then. Okay, before before they did it, Abba was still not good. But then, yeah, but then my my problem my problem now with that is you did it and you equalized. Why do you still have to play that open when you equalize? Why couldn't you revert back? He wanted to win by all means. Like that's not how you play these kind of games. You should bide your time and strike while you can when you see the, the chance. Thing, the thing is, the thing is, the Barcelona had the opportunities. Just, just like I'm excited to see what happens in the next few weeks because I think Barcelona. I think, uh, okay, okay, go ahead. No, 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 no. I, I just want to continue what you were saying. Like, I think Barcelona can actually make the top for now. What I saw. Oh, now you be <laughs> look at this man. Look at this. No, man. no, with the with the, <laughs> with the returning players like my boy Pedri. Party. Your boy, eh? Your boy Pedri. Hey, my boy Pedri. Look at this man. He's guising on the podcast. What? Look at this man. Eh? Have I what? have I ever wait? Sorry, sorry. Listeners, no, 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 no. Listeners, listeners. What is this guy's name? Have I listen, ever told you I don't like listen, you as a footballer? Listeners, listeners. We all know this one is this guy. This guy has bashed Pedri. 
countless times on this podcast. When? Is Gavia a bash for being rash? No, 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 no. Is Gavia, is Gavia remember, remember, is Gavia a bash for... No, no. He was not, I said, I said Gavi was not... Exactly. I said Gavi was not worthy to be on that list. Not no, Pedro. no. Even Pedri. Even Pedri. Even Pedri. He said, he said why is Pedri... The FIFA golden boy. Why, why is Pedri... No, the Ballon d'Or. The Ballon d'Or. He was like, why is Pedri on that list? Why is this... this, this, this? You bash this guy. You bash this guy. Let's not... Uh, no, 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 no. If, yeah. if I say why... If I say why is Pedri above this person, it just means I like that person more than Pedri. It doesn't mean I don't like Pedri. Okay, okay. No, no, I, I, no, think, no. I, think, I think it was I think it was Vlaovic I mentioned. I like obviously I love Vlaovic. I like no I like like compared to Pedri, I like Pedri and I love Vlaovic. So if it's those two, I'll pick Vlaovic anytime any day. So yeah. well no problem, no problem. Like so I'm back to the game. Um I just think um Real Madrid, Real Madrid, I don't know what happened today. They dropped off and they were not as clinical. That as they used to be because Real Madrid too, as much as we want to praise Barcelona for having a good performance, Real Madrid too had so many good um, opportunities to score in the counter attack. So, but they were not as clinical as they normally used to be. Vinicius was not after the after Barcelona switched switched their system, taking off Daniel Alves. Vinicius couldn't penetrate anymore. They even had to sub him. So like, is it Vinicius... that, that Daniel Alves thing is actually busting my head? So Daniel Alves is. According to Chavi, it's better than Sergio Dest. See, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we and you, we've bashed Sergio Dest on this podcast so many times for poor decision making. Sergio Dest has pace, he can dribble, but how can you be a footballer without a brain? Like, that's, but, that's but, but we saw, but we saw at the end, he had to be taken off because he couldn't live with the pace any longer. Yeah, do, you know, do you know what's funny, huh? Daniel Vesta is a 38 year old, still did well. Like, obviously, Vinicius um, dribbled him here and there. I won't lie about that, but he was still able to keep up with Vinicius in terms of his positioning and his tackling when, when he had those 1v1 situations with Vinicius. But if you bring someone like this, I'm telling you, Des will keep up with space and all that, but his brain, his thinking is not on that level. I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say it. Like, Barcelona, if they are serious about competing, those are the positions they need to rectify. That's just the truth. But you can't say all this now unless you're getting another right back. You can't have only Daniel Alves for the rest of the season. Oh, well, yeah, Mingueza. That, Mingueza. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, but but looking at it like we're hearing um Chelsea, Chelsea they are in need of um a left back because of um the way um regime situation has has um unfolded. Left back so, and, and right back and this can yeah. play both. Yeah, so if if I'm, I'm I'm looking at it like this, like if Barcelona gets an interesting offer from Chelsea, and we all know Chelsea money is very problem for Chelsea. If Barcelona gets an interesting offer for Chelsea uh, from Chelsea, I think Gitters will go immediately because Xavi doesn't but, like him. But I've been I've been following that up, and I've seen that Des is determined to be successful at Barcelona. That's what I don't understand from all these players. You're not wanted, and you say you're determined to be successful. So. <laughs> So I, I think I, I think he will stay there. He will force himself to stay. He will force the club to keep him, and then we'll see what happens in the summer. Exactly, exactly. So interesting. The second semi final. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Let's. let's no, no. You you are saying interestingly. Yeah. I just want to say interesting game, and finally, um, I just want to um, big up my boy Ansu Fati. If Ansu Fati can keep himself fit, I think he's on that level. He's on that level. He might be that guy. That's what I just want to say. 
What guy? You know what I mean. So let's not act like you don't know what I mean. I don't have, I don't have time for this kind of conversation. <laughs> so for the for the other semi-final, I just want to ask you a question. What on earth has happened to Diego Simeone? We've touched on this before. Um, the thing is, I don't want the podcast to be, to be our listeners to be like, oh, this thing is getting redundant. So the truth is, Simeon needs to leave. And the only way he leaves is when he recognizes that he has done the best he can with Atletico Madrid. Like I didn't watch the game. Uh, is, it, is, it, is, it, is it that is it that he needs to leave or he needs to be more flexible? Which one is it? No, 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 no. Uh, is it is it capable of being flexible? No, uh, the, the thing is there are some managers that only know how to play one thing. And if they don't have the right players to play that kind of, kind of system, they don't want to be flexible because they know that if they are flexible, they will not win in that other way because they are, they feel like their way is the truth and light. For ex- the best example I'll give you is like, like, like Guardiola. Guardiola, Guardiola yeah. is even flexible. Guardiola is flexible. But the, the no, you know, you know, you know, you know why I mentioned Guardiola. You know why I mentioned Guardiola. It's not even my opinion. It's, it's an interview the Bernard did back in September, I think, where he said Guardiola would rather lose than win without playing his way, and that's yeah, yeah. good. No, no, no. I understand what you mean, but but Guardiola can be flexible. He says that he can play different systems. They can play different systems. But what, what I mean by people that are stuck in their ways, huh? for example, I'll give you an example, Jürgen Klopp, um, um, Conte. <laughs> Conte. You see those guys, huh? they are stuck in, for example, Jürgen Klopp believes in high pressure, high intensity football. He doesn't care at what cost, at what um, the, the team, the opposition is facing. He doesn't care. That is the, his own mentality. But for Guardiola, just watch Guardiola against Chelsea. Guardiola won't play as intense. Like, City will pick their moments to press Chelsea. Like, the, the things that we, no, we normally expect from um, City, City won't go all out for Chelsea because they know Chelsea pose their own danger. But so like Klopp, Klopp doesn't believe in begging to the other opposition. So that's what I'm saying. With Diego Simeon, he believes in defensive football and counter-attacking football. Now the players he has, the players he has are more, they are, they are players that they feel like they should be more expressive. They should play in a system where they hold possession and play cute, cute football. But someone like Diego Simeon cannot give you that. That's why we've seen that Joao Felix has regressed. Um, Rodrigo Dipor has regressed. Joao Felix needs to leave that club. I think, exactly. I, think, exactly. I think he needs to leave that club. If not, he will turn to another Anthony Marshall, another Ross Barkley, another Loftus Cheek. And should I go on? I think you get the drift. <laughs> Yeah, I get, I get what you're getting now, but the truth is, like, either Atletico recognizes that this guy has done enough for us, it's time for him to leave. Or I think Simeone, even, even, but the interesting thing was, Simeone was open to selling him this journey, but nobody wants to pay. I think the asking price, according to different media outlets, the asking price is about 63 million pounds. Which, to be fair, looks like he's still considering his talent, but then considering how inconsistent he has been, is also still a risk. So no, nobody, 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 nobody most teams, most teams wanted loan with an option to buy. Let's go. We're like, no. If we're selling him, if we if he's leaving, then we're selling him and making the money. So that's the, that's the sticking point. I think clubs are interested, but they're not ready to commit to a transfer fee yet. 
Yeah, and, and, and Simeone is willing to sell him. That's the key thing. Simeone said he was free to leave. Yeah, because when you look at it, he doesn't agree with Simeone's tactics. He's one of the one of the hotheads in the dressing room. So the truth is, like for Atletico to progress, because Atletico has progressed so much. Even last season that they won the league, they were not as good as they used to be, quite frankly. But the truth is, this season is very apparent to see. And if Atletico wants to go back to the glory days that they've had in the past 10 years under Simeone, they need to change things up. That's, and you know what's pissing me off? Atletico are acting like there's no one else that can take us to no, that. No, you, you, need to, you need to understand You need to understand that Simeone has like the most credit in the bank possible and there's no way Atletico Madrid are going to sack him. He has to live on his own. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, um, so, okay, so um, now this, the the I wanted to say this about the Super Coppa Italia. I mean, heartbreak for Juventus losing in the last minute, one hundred and twenty-first minute. Incredible scenes. <laughs> but but um, I just want to say. Now, this is why you cannot really predict football. Bonucci was brought on to take a penalty, which he's still waiting to take, I hear. To this moment, he's still waiting to take the penalty. No, um, no, he should, he should wait. He should wait. He should wait. Well, he should wait for a while. The, the penalty is still coming. Unless Bruno Fernandes is it for him. But it's coming. <laughs> I mean, but Ronaldo is now the best penalty taker. So... Um, Alexis Sanchez. Now, I think this is just paraphrasing what what Bartomeu said. Alexis Sanchez is back. Barcelona is back. Alexis Sanchez is back because he appeared to criticize Conte and he said that Conte last season would promise him that, okay, I'm, I'm bringing you on and then he'll bring him on for only 10 minutes. This is what Sanchez himself said. He'll bring him on for only 10 minutes and then he, he has no time to impact the game. But now, he's been giving more minutes on the pitch and he's playing well and he's a lion and he's he's back to he's getting back to his best and everything. So I don't know, is he making too much noise or is he making sense? Uh for me that's just noise. That's just noise. He has not he has not been but he's got he's scored the winning goal. Come on. Uh, of course he was at the right place at the right time. He scored good for him. But he has not, let's be real, he has not been good for four years. Oh, years. okay, okay. I, I see now, I see now. He's Alexis Sanchez. He was at the right place at the right time. But when he's Ronaldo Lewandowski, he's called good positioning. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, I, I, Alexis Sanchez is a good player, but let's not do as if, like, oh, he's doing it week in, week out. Like, like I don't, I don't understand why players do this thing. They just have one. <laughs> And they feel like they're world class again. Like it's so annoying. It's so annoying. Like there's a reason why he has been. But it was it was it was not annoying when when Barcelona said Barcelona president said Barcelona are back. No, this like you're comparing two different things. This one is different, very very different. Like honestly, like him him coming out criticizing Antonio Conte doesn't make any sense because they won the league, they won the league under Conte, and that's why they even got to the super. Um, the Italian Super Copa in the first place. So there's no need coming out to be saying nonsense about your previous manager. Because realistically, you are not still good enough. If you're still if you're good enough, you'll be starting for the current inter under Izagi week in, week out. So it's 
it's a factual thing. It's not like he's getting oh, there. It's a it's a process. It's a process. It's a process. Let's let's be optimistic. I want to I want to be optimistic now for once. Let's be optimistic about about. Okay. I I think I I agree with you that the comments were not wise, but then I also think that he's not finished as a player. I think players are finished. Uh, I I mentioned three earlier, Martial and Co. And I think yeah, Eddie Hazard, I, I Eddie Hazard is I agree that he's not as finished well. as a player. I think, so I think Eddie Hazard is I agree finished, on that. Uh, like, at the end of the day, we'll see, we'll see if he can get back fact, to the fact, Fun fact. Fun fact about Eddie Hazard. But Madrid have won, have not lost a classical since he came. Five classicals in a row. So, is that the Hazard impact? <laughs> In fact, impact from the infirmary or from the hospital, which one? Well, <laughs> whichever way you pick, it's, it's still good for him. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. So, congratulations um, to Inter. Yeah, congratulations to Inter, but really, it's just another community shield in disguise. So, um, for the for the weekend in Serie uh, I'm only interested in one game really, and that is Atalanta against Inter. Inter once again. Um, so basically, I think it's just going to be Atalanta play well, have more possession, Inter counter, and win the game. Am I wrong? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel Atlanta they always suspect defensively, and they've um, they've not been Gasparini has not been able to correct that. That uh, thing very well. So unless unless Atlanta, I don't, I don't I don't even think he wants to, I don't even think he wants to correct it. I just think that he sees it as a consequence of attacking well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so too. Like unless they are planning to score four or five, that's the only way they win. <laughs> and I was get to see my boy Theo Hernandez once again this weekend against Petia. So. We of expect course. Milan to win. We expect Milan to win. We expect Theo to keep a clean sheet and then um, yeah, we'll move from there. So move they, from they, there. They, they only Theo is the goalkeeper, the defender, the centre-back, all of them. We expect him to keep a clean sheet. I beg you. And he's, and he's going to be involved in a goal. Like, I can almost, almost guarantee that. So, I mean, of course, those are bets in. Put, put your money because Joshua is... I not, didn't... I didn't uh, no, 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 no. He's seen the no. future is... You can see everything. No, so I didn't. I didn't. I didn't to do that. Please don't put words okay. in my mouth. Okay. Um, well. <laughs> uh, so now over to England. The Carabao Cup. One semi-final is over. One just started. Um, Tottenham. Maybe the best thing they did on the night was the light show before the match actually started. <laughs> Hey, my God, Tottenham taking L's everywhere. Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> the truth is, the truth is, Antonio Conte, uh, I've, I've said it before, he's not Jesus Christ. He's not Jesus Christ. There is so much a manager can do that. Like, he's not Jesus Christ. They, they were lucky. They were, to me, they were really lucky that Chelsea kept, Chelsea kept it respectable. And some, some of the decisions went against Tottenham. Well, what wait 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 wait? What do you yeah. mean went against Tottenham? I think this like, is this was the best VAR night. When you say went against Tottenham, it's like you're putting question mark where they divide the situation. No 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 no. I think this was the best. This was the best match for VAR since VAR started. Like no no no. Three, no, no, no. three correct decisions overturned 
the penalty that was outside the box, overturned the non-penalty that Kepa clearly got the ball, and correctly ruled Harry Kane's goal offside, which is a bizarre rule that I wasn't even aware of. So, like, it was just crazy, but all in all, they were the correct decisions. The truth is, the truth is, I'm not saying, like, it's a wrong decision. I'm not saying, like, it's, it's, a, they'll feel how dumb by because things... But you think, way. you think, you think Andrew Marina was too determined to make sure sports win? Like, he seemed like, yeah. he did, like, he wanted no. to just sneak that match, by all means. No, because I felt like he was determined to give sports the penalty. So that Kepa was so clear that he got the ball, like, it was unbelievable. Yeah, usually, usually, was... usually, usually, I need usually I need a replay in that kind of situation to to watch, like to know. Oh, did it, like okay? For example, I'll give you the Ederson and um, other guards two weeks ago that Arsenal were not given a penalty. I I had to watch it like three or four times to say, oh, it should have been a penalty. But this one was clearly not a penalty. Yeah, yeah. Like I just felt like he was determined to. All the penalty on that day, but at the end of the day, like he, I, I was. But like, it's not, it's not, it's not Premier League. I wanted to say maybe he had Kane in his FPL, but I don't know. Like, like what I just say is, I'm, I'm happy that Andre Manor, Andre Manor is humble enough to see that okay, I gave the wrong call and I will, I will um, overturn it by giving the right call. But you see some hotted, some <laughs> hotted refs like Michael, like Michael Oliver. Mike Dean, all those other guys that would be like, no, 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 I'm sticking to my decision. No, but, but, up, but to be fair, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair I, I think the one that does that the most is Mike Dean. But to be fair, I, Michael Oliver, he, he gave a red card correctly to Granit Xhaka, which we'll get to later. That guy should never play football fast now again. But so all you know is I uh, feel Chelsea, Chelsea, they, um, they, they got where they are supposed to get to. But one thing I want to even touch on is Thomas Tuchel just created the record for himself. Brilliant to see. Like, what record? What record? Um, so now he's the first manager to... Oh, no, 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 no. Not this nonsense. Not this... Wait, wait, allow me land. Say, allow me... Wait, wait, wait. Allow me land. Yeah, just say, just say. I, 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 I saw it he's online. The first, so. He's the first manager to get to Champions League final, to an FA Cup final, and now to a League Cup final. See, look at, look at, see. See, see, see. So, so, credit so, credit what like, credit? What credit? I don't understand. Did, did I, want to, I, know, I, want to, I want to ask you two questions, Tom. Okay. I want to ask you two. Oh, no. In fact, three questions. Okay. What is, a, what is, first of all, what is an achievement? Is it getting to the final or winning the final? That's the first question. Second question, who won the FA Cup last season? Because you counted FA Cup final as an achievement for 2K. Who won the FA Cup last season? And thirdly, have Chelsea won the League Cup? Because you cannot win the League Cup in the semi-final stage. So I don't get what are you celebrating? If they lose the League Cup final, then he would have lost two out of the three finals and were praising him for what exactly? No, 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 no. We're not celebrating anything. It's a record that he has. Able this to... is a meaningless record if you don't win the finals. Then that's what the I'm finals? saying. You cannot say it's meaningless because he has not played that Kalinko. Um, um, I mean, why did I keep calling Kalinko? League Cup final, which is now the Carabao Cup. He has not yet played the final, so let's hold on. Let's hold on. Let's 
Let's let's hold okay, on. Okay, yes. okay, okay, okay. Let's let's even say let's even say they win it. Okay. Why okay. is the FA Cup included in the achievements? Or what because, did they because, achieve? Because because what, what, what did Chelsea they, achieve in the FA Cup last season? No, can you no can you tell me? Because I I get I get very incensed when we okay. celebrate rubbish. Okay. Okay. What did okay. Chelsea achieve in the FA Cup last season? Okay. Okay. For, let me let me say something. Let me say something. For example, uh, for example, if Steven Gerrard was to finish second this season mm-hmm. with Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a record. Obviously, oh, that's a civilized meetable club. Just no, 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 no. This, I'm not no, saying. No, no, I'm not. Yeah, 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 understand where I'm going with this thing. It's a record for Steven Gerrard because nobody has done it at Villa in a long time. But so this, wait, so wait, but so wait. Chelsea, but this Chelsea won. No manager has done what to chill. Okay, okay, okay. Now imagine, imagine Barcelona go to the Europa League and Copa del Rey finals and lose both. Are we going to praise Xavi for entering two finals? Okay, okay. Now, no, 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 no. Let me now say this. Let me now say this. Imagine, are you hearing? Are you hearing? Imagine yes. Xavi gets to the Europa League final, huh? Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. I guess to the Champions League final next season. Automatically and, and loses and loses both. No, 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 no. No, you cannot say loses both. There's no, there's no. There, there, okay, let's say he wins. Let's say he wins. Uh, let's say he wins one. Eh? even if he uh, loses the other one, he's still uh, the first Barcelona manager to get to both finals. Do you understand? So it's a record. I, I, I pity people like you. I pity people like you. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just say this now. And this is on the podcast. This is not even me and you just talking. Thomas Tuchel has achieved Champions League success, Super Cup success, and that is all he has achieved so far. I don't care about the FA Cup final that they lost because they lost. I don't care about the League Cup final because they've not played it yet. And end of story, he has achieved nothing of any sort of phase. Like, there's nothing praiseworthy about entering three finals and not winning them. Okay, no problem. Let's go on. If you if you don't agree, it's fine. It's fine. But at the end of the day, kudos to Tuchel for for achieving <laughs> 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 okay. I don't I don't even know if you're being serious right now. Like he achieved entering three finals. Like it's an achievement. Like he achieved it. What do you What do you want me to say? I've I've said my own piece. You said your own piece. Let's move on. Let's just move on. Let's just go back to Arsenal and their clownish behavior. Let's go. No, 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 no. Ganichaka with his clownish behavior. The rest of Arsenal was very good. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Cool, cool. Well, the thing I just want to talk about this game, Arsenal Liverpool. My question is, when are we going to start looking at the mirror and calling out your club for some of these poor decision making? When? Um, what decisions are you talking about exactly? Muna so, in the midfield. So Muna uh, and Anderson playing in the midfield every time, and they don't create jacks. They don't progress the ball well, <laughs> and you now make. <laughs> and you're you're, you're forgetting Fabinho is there as well. Yeah, and you know what's funny? He took up Fabinho, and this um fraud called um Anderson was still on the pitch. Is is captain? Is his captain? Is his captain? Of course. Is captain? Of course. No, no, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I'm not telling you that's what I would have done, no, but I'm saying I understand why he left him because he's his captain. My God, my. There's always, oh. there's always this sentiment towards club. 
captains. I don't know if you've noticed it. That's why Harry Maguire keeps playing for Manchester United. There's always the sentiment towards club captains. And so, at the end of the day, we just we understand why the coaches do these things, but not that we agree with it. Man, man, club needs to start. Jones actually made something happen, or almost made something happen in terms of he was dy- dynamic from that midfield running forward, trying to create, even going out wide. But Muna was never going to do that. Henderson exactly, was never he made, going to do that. Can someone tell Henderson to stop trying to score goal of the season contenders? Because every match I watch, he always attempts like three or at least two ridiculous volleys from outside the box. And, and you know where all those balls end up going? Straight to the car park. Every single time, they go straight to the car park. And he will keep trying them, <laughs> trying them, trying them. Like, I hate to play Practice Practice makes perfect, I guess. One but, day, he's going to no, play a world day. No, no, no. Do you know what is annoying? He, he, he likes doing this. Uh, I can be like Steven Gerrard. Well, you know when Steven Gerrard takes those shots? Like, they are very, very close. Most, most, most of them. Even yeah, if at least, at least very, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. They are yeah, very, very close. close but, as well. but your own is not close at all. We are still trying. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't <laughs> he's, make he's any sense. He's determined to be successful in that aspect of his game. So at yeah. least we give, him, we give him some credit for that. Um, For the red card decision, it was straightforward. There is no human being on earth that will argue with that. But I think Jota was still clever. I think Jota knew that the foot was coming up and so he just ran and then Shaka, I, I don't even understand. That that's that's even it for me. I think I think Refi should start giving two red cards in one game to to the same player. That was two red cards. That was two red cards. He was the last man one. It was a high boot too. That should be more than a three game ban. Okay, uh, that's what you even say this. Granny Shaka best neck against City at the Etihad red card. Granny Chaka, sec return game <laughs> against City. return game against City at the Emirates. A cheap penalty to Bernardo Silva. Now Granny Chaka again at Anfield in a League Cup semi-final against Liverpool, one of the best teams in the in the country, gave another red card. I'm telling you, before the season ends. He will make that. He will double that amount because Granny, he doesn't. Learn, Shaka, he does, he doesn't no, learn anything. Get, like like you get, he doesn't learn nothing. And then, if you're Ateta, why do you keep? I think the way Ateta has been brutal on Abumayang. I think it's Chaka that actually deserves that that treatment. Telling you, I'm telling. And you know what's painful? Uh, why I will not, I will not generalize and say all fans are like this. Like. You know, fans, they, I, I saw yesterday, most Arsenal fans called out, called out Granny Shaka and they hated it. But Granny Shaka came on social media to start typing nonsense. nonsense what did you type? What did you say? I didn't even see this word. I, I, I didn't even want to read it. You know, all those things irritate the, the hell out of me. I saw it. He typed out an apology, just saying sorry to the Arsenal fan. That's what it is. And an Arsenal fan was like, um, well, Big up to you for coming out and I was like, big up to what? Are coming you out and doing what? Are, are okay, you okay. I'm, 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 I'm on his page. I'm on his page. I'm on his page. Oh, I want man. to apologize to everyone. I am so proud of my team and the spirit that they showed to keep a clean sheet. Of course. And of then course. he has over seven thousand comments. Over one forty one. He has one forty three thousand plus likes. 
and then Rob Holding. I'm just I'm on the page right now. Rob Holding commented together with flexing arm muscles and a love emoji because of course why not? And of and they are telling him we love you, head up, keep your chin up, we love you, Chaka. Well done. Somebody said, Well done, mate. And right. I said, and I said, clearly going for the ball, bad luck. And mm. and I basically said the real fans are behind you, okay, because the ones who are tired of his nonsense are fake fans. Okay, apology accepted. So all I'm seeing, all I've seen here is that the world has gone soft, and I'm not surprised. Hey, man. I wish, I wish when I when, when I when I make countless errors at work, I will come on social media and say I'm sorry to my boss and his organization. I'm sorry, you'll be sad. Let me let me break it to you. Let me just break it to you now. You'll be sad. <laughs> but this guy they get away with it. Maybe maybe I might get away with my own. But the, but then one one thing one thing that pissed me off about the game, I'm sure not many people would have noticed this. There was a time where, okay, so you know how I said um, Shaka was actually going for the ball, but Jota made sure he got there first. Yeah, yeah, get you. Lacazette, you are sorry. Lacazette was with the armband yesterday, was he not? Yes, he's the captain. Lacazette, you are supposed to be an experienced player. You're supposed to be the captain. Alisson was coming out to make a Shaka 2.0 tackle on him. And guess what Lacazette did? Lacazette stopped. He's afraid of injury. He's afraid of collision. What is what is Lacazette going to achieve in his career from now to the end of the season that he's afraid of injury? Are you joking? Collect that collision and, and let Alisson be sent off. It was so irritating to see. He wants, he wants to go to the World Cup. Allow him. Allow him. What World Cup? What World Cup? <laughs> What World Cup are we talking about here? The Qatar 2022. You don't even allow me to say anything to you. you don't even allow me to talk. All World Cup. <laughs> Please, let's be serious here. This this podcast is about serious things. I don't know why why you, you don't. I don't understand. Which World Cup? Man, this players, they keep killing me. They keep killing me, killing me. When I thought all the clownish moment has gone away from us now and gone to mind you, they, they were like, no, 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 we cannot allow my I don't, that, I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, are you, is this the first time that, that anybody would touch you in your, your career? At least it was so far out of his post that he would have gotten a red card and his, his feet were high. So, collect the coalition and move on with your life. <laughs> when all these players, like, they don't learn. That's just the truth. They don't learn. So, but I don't yeah. even blame Lacazette. I don't blame him. It's just one of, of all course, those you things. blame me. It's my fault. It's my fault. No, it's not. It's not. But it's not. It's not my fault. Like if it's something that he doesn't want to be. He, like this is what Ateta always screams. He needs full for committed players. A player that is committed to enter that challenge because he knows that there's a reward from the challenge. But he's not fully committed. Uh, the, the, just, the just a word for a word for Edinketi. I felt bad for him. He was a sacrificial lamb when Shaka got the red card, and we know he, no, he had he hardly starts games. He had I don't understand games, what so. you mean. Is Inketi a footballer? Is he a footballer? No, no, what, do I, what do you mean? I don't understand. What, do what is he? What is what? he? Do you know what's even paid for? Inketi is a young. Inketi is a is a young promising striker who doesn't get promising what. He doesn't what? get enough games. I, I remember him scoring a hard trick some weeks ago oh, of course, in of the course, cup. Course. So wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Hold on. So if if an abysmal player gets an trick, that means they are good now. Let's see. Let me call, let me tell you the truth. I know it was it was against lower league opposition, but but still, but still, you see you see the thing you see the thing is you see the thing is, Ellie Haaland. How old is Ellie Haaland? He's twenty. He's twenty one. Vlaovic is twenty one. Vlaovic will be twenty two later this month. Okay. Amando Breuer on loan at Chelsea. Although I'm not meant to put him in the same sentence with Haaland and Vlaovic, but why I'm calling these players is that they are young. And they are getting game time. Breuer has scored five goals in eight league starts. He has had a bunch of sub appearances as well, but eight league starts, five goals. And Chelsea are clowning with Timo Werner, Kai Havers, seven goals in 200 matches. I don't even understand what those two are still doing in Chelsea. So we have a young Edin Ketia who we don't know if he's the next Breuer. Like if he had gone on loan, we don't know how well, how well he would have been doing. I think. I think we are being too harsh on him. I think he's let me, a let, let, me, let me just put it this way. For, for the talent which Roe Shaka has shown, Nketiah uh-huh. is very, very average. And one thing I also think what I like is for the place Arsenal want to get to, Nketiah can't take them. So that's just good. He might uh, be good I think I think they exactly. agree with you. I think they agree with you because his contract is expiring and they're not renewing it this exactly. summer. Exactly. Exactly. He might be good tomorrow. But, but he okay. also doesn't want to renew because he's tired of staying on the bench. That shows his attitude. He knows he's better than staying on the bench. No problem. He should go to where he can get the game time from. <laughs> okay, so for this weekend in the Premier League, we have Chelsea losing to Manchester City on Saturday. Um, what else? Uh, what do you mean, what else? I don't understand. Are we not going to analyze the game? Yeah, I said we have Chelsea losing to Manchester City. The way you said it, like, we're not analyzing the game. That's just exactly. <laughs> 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 you want the Chelsea fans to call for you? Like, and, are you no, gonna... see, you see, you see, this, you see this thing. You see this thing. Huh? Okay. Tottenham were abysmal over, especially the first leg. Tottenham were average second leg. If Man City had played the same Tottenham, I promise you that Chelsea won 1-0 and they were laughing and smiling at the end of the match, which is all well and good. You've got it to the final. But then there's a, there's a ruthless streak, a ruthless attitude that you have, you see in top clubs. And Chelsea don't have it yet. Secondly, Man City schooled them at Stamford Bridge. Thirdly, City know that if they win this game, the title race is just is curtains, and so everybody can go home and wait for next season. And do you think they are really going to pass up the opportunity to wrap up the? Paul um, just says for me, I expect a good game, and I I expect an upset on this game. I want Chelsea to win this game. And okay, you see, you see, you see, you're you're calling Chelsea winning an upset. Does not does that not tell you already that they are not in the same planet as Manchester City currently? They are in around it. They are like in and around it. So no, no. Okay, okay. Let me just say this: Manchester City are the best team in the country. Yes, mm-hmm. but Chelsea they are not far away. 
Chelsea are not far. They are still in Chelsea, the round. Chelsea are five. See, you see, you see. Okay, okay. There's this thing. There's this thing. You know, you, you know when. Okay. Just, just, just one question. Just one question. Yeah. If Chelsea win this weekend, will it be a shock? No. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what but, I'm saying. But no. now, but now, the flip side. Do you expect them to win? I expect them to win because they are, they are, they are, they are saying that... No, no, no. You want, you want them to win so that we'll okay. have a title race. That is what you okay. want. Yes, like that's what Luka, Exactly. Just say that's what you want. But what do you <laughs> actually expect? I expect Manchester City, like, like City where I sit, um, I want, City, I want uh, Chelsea to win to get the title challenge I want. But if City win, I will not be surprised. And if Chelsea win... As well, I will not still be surprised. That's just the way I feel. Leonard, the politician, clap for yourself. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Thank you, sir. Always politically correct. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Leonard always undecided, never makes his mind up. Let's see if he can make his mind up for the North London Derby. What are we expecting? Um, North London Derby, two clowns. Um, playing together. No, uh, no, 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 no. I won't take that. I won't take that. Shaka is uh-uh. a clown. Then Tottenham as a whole are clowns. <laughs> okay, so for what you're saying, that means you, you expect Arsenal to win. For what you're saying. Yeah. A... Yes, yes. Yes, I do. Man, man I, don't, I don't think, I don't think, um, us now have what it takes to get over the line. Though, though there's there's a there's a caveat. There's a caveat. Expect okay. us now to win if Saka and Smithro are available. And uh, if yes, sir. Uh, yeah, no, no, I'm listening. I'm listening. That is that and, those, and if those are... and if Tomiyasu returns, but without those three players, it is not going to be straightforward. Okay, okay. So, uh, there's something I, I want to say now that I change your mind. Uh, are you listening? So, Spurs are unbeaten in their last seven home league games against Arsenal. Their longest run against their North, North, uh, North London rivals since 1960 and 1968. Okay, okay. It was that supposed to change my mind? Yes! The sports are currently unbeaten. Okay. Okay. I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you a question. Okay. The match they are going to play now. Okay. I, I thought that point you won't go up at the start of the game because they are unbeaten in the last seven games. No, it's still it's new new. Everyone starts from new new. Okay, thank you. So it means absolutely nothing. Thank you for answering that question. Okay, no problem. No, we'll because, be here. Because, we'll be because, because the spurs because the spurs I saw against Chelsea. Let now let's not forget that Arsenal actually drew with 10 men. Do you do you, do you, do you understand how impressive that was against Liverpool? So Arsenal okay. is in a far better place right now than Spurs. All right, all right. But you're forgetting that form goes out the window when we talk about derbies. No problem. No problem. We'll see. We'll see. I've said my own piece. Spurs can win this it's, game. You see, you just contradicted yourself. You said form goes out the window, but you backed up Tottenham's recent home form against Arsenal. Guy, pick a side. No, 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 no. I'm just saying the record shows that Tottenham at home against Arsenal 
you are a different animal. That is what the record shows. So that's what I'm saying. And the, and the record shows that Hurricane always scores against us now. So are you going to bet on Hurricane to score? I'm like no, no, no. two goals. No, no. Let's forget about Hurricane. Like let's forget about that one. Even God cannot save Hurricane right now. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless, unless surprises God. Let's forget about Hurricane. Let me be real with you. If Antonio Conte wasn't sports manager, I think Arsenal. That's what I would say. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. And have United facing Aston Villa, which they actually did on Monday in the FA Cup. Um, same result, a United win. <laughs> United players that don't want to come to training ground because it's too dark. Hey, hey these guys. Hey, <laughs> my God. <laughs> you're laughing, you're laughing, but it's true. It's true. So, um, allegedly, allegedly. Oh, okay, no problem, no problem. The thing is, I, don't, I see, I don't, I don't understand what you expect from United. I'm telling you, like, if you think I'm being a politician, when I when you ask me about predictions and um match build up on all these games, like United is the one when I get to, I'm like, man, just kill me because I don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you because this this United team, like. You cannot you see even God will be like, What are these people doing? Like, I don't even understand <laughs> what's going on in that place. Like, like they're just clowns. Like, United has taken over as the most clownish football club I've ever seen in the world. I don't understand. It's still um, um 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 I can give you I can give you four names, not just United. There's a certain Juventus in Italy, there's a certain okay. Dortmund in Germany. Okay. There's a certain Barcelona in Spain. There's a certain Atletico Madrid in Spain. There's no, a no, certain no, no, no. Tottenham in England. I think clownish no. big clubs have been quite a no, lot no, no, this no. season. You're not understanding me. I don't mean bad results. Like you can have bad Barcelona, Atletico, those ones they're having bad results. But I've been hearing. Oh, you, mean, you mean the way the club is run? Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been hearing. I've yeah. been hearing. Oh. Barcelona players don't want to come to training because it's too dark. We don't want to get mobbed. And the training is too difficult. Uh, they go to kill me. You know, I think you hear all those Like, you know, you... Ah, ah. No, and then, no, no, and then no. Ronaldo, Ronaldo gave an interview that he's not at United to fight for six times. I'm telling you. I'm telling somebody, I, should, I, somebody should tell him the teammates he has. He's like, he doesn't know. He said, he said, he said, top. He said anything below top three is absolute failure. I'm sorry, Cristiano. You cannot enter the top three with this Manchester United squad this season. I'm sorry. I'm sure Maguire and Ronaldo and Maguire and Luke Shaw will be looking at this one saying, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. You know? See, United, United they are in a deep shit. And, and the earlier they realize this, the better because... As it is, no, I think, it, I, I, I think they've realized it. I think they've realized it. Um, no, they've not, they've not. Because if they have, if they have, we'll be seeing movement this January. We'll be seeing movement this oh, January. You mean, at, you mean signings? Okay, okay, look, look at look at look at Aston Villa. Aston Villa signed Coutinho. Like, we'll wait and see. Have, 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 you peeped, have you peeped this ridiculous thing that keeps happening? So, remember December, Chelsea wanted to face Wolves. The, the rumor me was. Chelsea want to buy Ruben Neves in January. Manchester <laughs> United face Wolves. Manchester United want to buy Neves. I don't understand. How many years does it take to place a bid for Ruben Neves and actually buy him? 
I'm telling you, that news is getting irritating. So what are the sorts of people like? Look at Villa, yeah? Villa signed Coutinho. They've signed um, Lucas D. And oh, now we're is signing Coutinho something we should be happy about. No, 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 no. no. Um, well, hold on, let me alight to the thing I just want to alight. And now we're hearing that they are closing on signing Bisuma. So now, my point is... Bisuma. Yes. Sorry. Why would Bisuma leave Brighton for Aston Villa? What's the difference? It depends on the project they offer him and the contract. What project? Well, can, can they win the league in the next five years? What they project? Cannot, they can never win the league in, in, as far as Pep Guardiola club can, 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 they make, can they make the top four in the next five years? No, hold on, hold on. They, they, uh, wait, just, let me just land on what am I lighting it. What am I lighting? Well, I understand. They are, they are showing ambition. I understand. But, ambition. but it makes, it makes no sense from Bissouma. It makes no, no, no sense no. from Bissouma. No, forget about, forget about whether it makes sense or not. What I'm just highlighting Villa, they are showing ambition. And Gerard wants to take Villa to that next step. Now, contrast to the, the opposition they are facing. Manchester United. The big boys of the country, like they keep reminding us. Now, I don't have a DM. I don't have a DM. No movement. We have a second. But no, no, but 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 those 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 things you're saying, we don't have a DM. We don't have a DM. It's the fans. I don't think the club actually feel like that because they trust yes. Mac. They trust McFred. Of course, of course. And you know, it's funny, huh? For example, look at other clubs. For example, Barcelona. Barcelona, we can put them clownish moment because they've been having poor form. But you see, Barcelona are trying to get rid of players. Now, Manchester United, they keep on holding on to this thing. Look at Martial. What are they using Martial? Lingard. Oh, yeah. Even this guy is even pissing me off. What is his name? Um, this um, Donny van der Beek. If I was Donny van der Beek, my agents would be looking for a new club for me this January because I can't be in a club that is not showing any form of ambition or any form of direction. So you need to leave and start your car career somewhere that is serious. This year is a World Cup year and players don't deep it that. If they don't start performing, they won't get, they won't go to the World Cup. Man, I'm just sorry pissing me off. I don't want to see you. <laughs> calm down, calm down, calm down. Calm down, sir. calm down, sir. Calm down, sir. So at the end of the day, we, we could not even give a score prediction but we just say um... If Ronaldo returns, then probably United win. I think he can be the defense maker. I think he's going to be fit enough. I at least I hope so because I just got him in my FPL. So oh, speaking, what would you say? May God help Manchester United because Villa will come for them. That's what I would say. Okay, so now let's go to the FPL segment. Speaking of ambition, you talked about Aston Villa being ambitious. I've used my wild card. I'm training ambition. So yes. Or like Manchester United, I, I believe you. I believe you. Uh, so it, now, 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 let's. But let's then I'm seeing, I'm seeing something that is actually offering me now. Okay. Leicester had two matches. Like this is now, now that I'm seeing it as I'm talking to you. Leicester had two matches, like a double game week. Now they've cancelled one of the games, and I bought Madison at Tillemans. Yeah, it was, it was something that they've already said that could happen. You could still change it. You could still change it. Still no, I obviously, I can't. I can't. I can't. But, like, it's, it's just painful to see because I was very happy with that, with those two. I'm going to sell them now because they have only one game. Okay, so, first off, first off, um, this one, the FPL segment, um, everyone has chipset right now. So, which one should people 
be looking to activate because there are so many injuries, so many uncertainties in everybody's team. And um, if yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I say it depends on how badly your team has been hit. So, for example, if you have a rainbow show with red, red, orange, yellow, red, red, yellow, orange, like you have on your own team, then I think you need to use a chip. Either you free hit or you wild card. But if you have just one or two, you can sell them and take a minus four. It's not the end of the world. But then also, this this is a game where seven teams, I believe, it was meant to be eight, but now um, less are not there. Seven teams have double game week. So what does that mean? That means that you should have at least six players playing twice. If you have less than six players playing twice, then I'm not sure what you're doing exactly. So I think it just depends on how the type of the way your team is in. Okay, okay. Fair enough. I think what you said was spot on. So now let's talk about transfers. First of goalkeepers. Who are the ones that are looking like um, we should be banking on in the next few game weeks to come? I don't ever want to look too far because this double game week. But I think United have good looking fixtures and they have a double game week. So David De Gea looks like a good option for even not just this game week, but the next few game weeks. De Gea looks like a good option for me. He looks like the standout option actually. And so I'll say De Gea and um, did you ask for goalkeepers or players generally? No goalkeepers. Goalkeepers. We start yeah. with goalkeepers. What about David Sanchez? Sanchez plays for Brighton. Brighton. I you see. You see the thing is, Brighton don't really hit me as a team that will keep a lot of clean sheets down the line, and they face Leicester after this week. So I think Leicester are going to score against them. So, and they are they have a blank because they were meant to face Chelsea. And then Chelsea are going to the Club World Cup, so they have a blank. I, ju- I don't think now is the time to buy Sanchez. Maybe maybe by like February, like middle of February after the international break, then yes, you can buy Sanchez, but not right now. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, okay, so what about um, defensive um, options? Which ones should we be looking at? Um, I think... As much as I've bashed his crossing, Emerson Royale looks like a good option because hmm. sports, because you know sports, okay. <laughs> because you know sports are capable of keeping clean sheets because of the the coach they have. Um, we know Emerson puts in a lot of crosses, so the law of averages just says that even if he puts in ten rubbish crosses in a match, the eleventh one might give him an assist. So. I think because he's so persistent and consistent in crossing that he's, he's bound to find some luck in one or two assists. Okay, okay. And okay. then and then I say everybody should have Arnold by now. Everybody should have Cancelo by now. Um, everybody should also be looking at the Wolves defender. Any one you want is okay. If you if you have extra box to go for Semedo, go for him. If not, you can go for Connor Cody who starts every single game. You can also go for um 
Kilman, who has been a regular as well. But I'll say a Wolves defender. Okay. <clears throat> what about the West Ham defender? West Ham defender... I, I don't know. I would have said by so far, but who knows if Ben Johnson will start benching him again. So, or you can get Cresswell now that he's back fit. So, yes, Cresswell is a good shout. All right, all right. So, now to the interesting part, the midfield areas. Now, so many key pieces have been injured and some have gone to AFCON. So, and Liverpool's Diego Jota is not looking like something promising or... Um, go to pick this day. So which ones should we be looking to get in the in midfield areas? Um I think Jota might still be decent because it's not like they are facing Arsenal again. They are facing Brentford who with all due respect are not at that level. But the interesting thing about Jota, which is worrying is that now he's going to be playing on the wing. When Salah Mani was there he was playing as a center forward so he was getting more chances because he was already in good areas. But now Femini will be playing that center, that center spot, and it just takes away some of the promise of having Jota. So yes, I agree with you that it's not as promising as before, but I will also still not sell him if you have I would like put it, if you don't have Jota, maybe you're not pushed to buy him. But if you have Jota, there's no way you're selling him. I'll put it that way. Um I think Lucas Mora has two games. Son is injured, so I think if Kane is going to do anything, he will probably be fed by Mora or Regulon or Emerson. So, if you cannot get M- Emerson or Regulon, then just get Lucas. So, I think Lucas Mora is another good shout. And for me, those two are the standout options right now. Jota and Lucas Mora. What about Manchester United assets? They are midfield assets. Are, like... are, are we joking? Are we joking? Let's be serious, please. <laughs> Let's be serious, please, because because I I cannot buy I cannot buy Sancho because Sancho is not a sure starter. Same thing with Greenwood. Fernandez is a sure starter, but when last the Fernandez have a good involvement, so I'm I'm not going near there. The only the only two United players I have is David De Gea and Ronaldo, and I'm praying to God. I'm not even hopeful. I'm just praying. Okay, okay, so um, another shout. Um, if you don't have Bowen, make sure you bring your Bowen. Oh too. my god, I forgot Bowen. Yeah, 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 Bowen. Bowen is another one. You know, funny enough, I've been, I've been very confused this game week. I bought Bowen on Wednesday night. Look, okay, I had Bowen in my free hit team because like this game week that just passed, like, he got 21 points. I had him in my free hit team. I didn't captain him, just tears. Like bitter, bittersweet for me because I had him, but I lost the potential captaincy points. So I, I had, and I bought him for real on Wednesday night. Then, and I thought that no, I need someone that has double game week, and I sold him for Lucas Moura. But now that they've cancelled Leicester's double game week, I would think I will sell one of my Leicester midfielders and buy Bowen back. Mm, okay, cool. So let's just quickly wrap this up. Okay, what about striking um, options? Emmanuel, Dennis, Harry Kane, Ronaldo, as simple as that. Mm-hmm. What about cheaper options? Denny, um, Ronaldo and Harry Kane are quite expensive. Uh, Dennis. Uh, just Dennis. Uh, um, what about his strike partner? Um, J- Josh, Josh King. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think there's no way you should be buying both of them, but 
for me, if I had to pick one, I'll pick Dennis. But if you want to go Josh King, I think that's also that can also pay off. Yeah, and I think I, have... I think Josh King is even on penalties as well. So yeah, I have both of them in my team. Well, okay, you have both oh. of them in your team. Yeah, yeah, in my last game week. Free, free hit, free hit, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. I made transfer to bring in Dennis last your, game. Your real team. Yeah, my real team. I have both of them as a striking partner. Oh, they, have, they have good fixtures, so it could actually pay off for you handsomely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was looking at. But what about Broyal? I sold him. So, Broyal is not looking um, as attractive as it used to be. No, I no, mean, no, no, no. Broya is, is a great player for Southampton. Like, that level, that mid-table level is great for any mid-table club. But the problem is that his coach does not have sense. Broya is the best player that Southampton have, at least best striker. But what does he do? He keeps benching him for the senior players. And so... In my FPL team, I want short starters. That's why but I sold Boya. scored in his last game week. That's the problem. That you're thinking like someone that has sense. You see the problem. You you have sense, <laughs> so you you will start Boya. But the coach, I'm telling you that the coach does not think. Now that Boya scored, that's when the next match. Now you'll be on the bench. That that because I, I I've had I've had Boya for a long time this season, and I've been frustrated week after week with him being on the bench. Like, okay, so so now this is this is his last this so now he played seven seven minutes against Bradford. He played nineteen minutes against Tottenham the week before that. Eighty against West Ham, sixty nine Crystal Palace, sixty nine Arsenal, eighty, twenty five, ninety, thirty three, nine, zero. Like like do you understand? Like someone that should be starting every match doesn't start every match and he he actually pisses me off, so I'd rather not have him at all. But if if you can if you can take the risk of like, okay, he might not start and you're fine with it, then yes, he's a good option. But for me that I want your starters, I'm I'm done with him for now. Mm. Okay, so cool. So lastly, before we end, like you said, this is a double game week. So picking your captain. Oh my god. Like, it's like the egg of life now. If oh you my don't God. get this right, if you don't get this right, it can drop. You can drop rank like it can be a so. So, so, so I'm still I'm still reeling from the not captaining Jared Bowen, which you did by the way. You be feeling smug with yourself uh, uh-huh. before before we started recording. You were telling me anybody That's that anybody that is serious with FPL would have captained Bowen. Of well, it's, it's easy for you to say because you don't have Antonio. I captained Antonio, so I saw that Antonio since I, I told you, like I told you personally, like Antonio will never, ever near my team again. I've had that. You know, you know, you know the, you know the, you know the people, the two people that will never come near my team again. Thank you for just mentioning this. You see, Calvert Lewin and Ivan Tony. Calvert Lewin had a double game week. I bought this guy. He missed a penalty, he got minus two. He got two points for play, minus two for missing penalty, he got zero. And then his second match was cancelled. I feel to get someone that got zero points. I see, I see, I see. And then Ivan Tony is a striker, for God's sake. If I tell you that in two matches, 
a striker will get two or something. Would you rather say it to be two goals or two yellow? <laughs> no idea. I've yeah, only got two yellow. Got two yellow cards in his two games. Because well, I, I brought him on my free hit and I'm done. I'm done with those two. Never again. Okay. Okay. So back to the captaincy options. Who are they? Is those three strikers I mentioned is Dennis, Kane, and Ronaldo. I, I really, really don't know. Because right now, I'm undecided. I don't know who to pick. Kane has a good scoring record against Arsenal and Leicester. And I checked Leicester's defense. Oh my God. You have to feel bad for Brendan Rodgers. They have about, according to FPL, they have about 10 defenders. And I kid you not, there are only three that are not flagged. Hmm. And so, in such a situation, Harry Kane against such a depleted defense, he will be licking his lips. Well, although, we although, we'll although, that's, that. although that's the second picture, that's the second picture. So one or two might be back before then, which is like I think Soyuncu and Evans will probably be back before then. And well, so well, you know, we said we said this thing for Hurricane countless times this season, and he has blanked. So uh, that's true. That's true. So tread with caution. Ronaldo is still being flagged, so we don't even know if he's going to play against Aston Villa. But if he does play, then we can expect him to score. At least against Villa or especially against Brentford. Brentford considered four goals to Southampton of all clubs. So I think United will score at least twice against them. And if they score at least twice against them, you expect on the score sheets at least once out of those two times. And Dennis is the real like rogue pick, like yo, this is a major risk. So is Dennis might be high risk, high reward. I think Kane and Ronaldo would definitely score in the in the double game week. Dennis is someone that could get you either four goal involvements or just one. Mm. Okay. All right, fair enough. I think that covers everything on the FPL. And I think that wraps us the entire thing from the show today. So um... No, 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 Afcon, Afcon, you're forgetting that you according to you, Nigeria was going to Worlds past Egypt, soft work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yo, you, th- you thought I'll forget. Oh, nice one. Nice. You did say day wise. Though, we actually we actually won, but it was more like I predicted. Like, I predicted 2 1. It was 1 0. So, one goal margin. You were saying like we're going to wipe the floor with them, like three or four. I know. We're not just clinical. That was why. If Nigeria were clinical, would that, that I don't was, care. I don't care. We did not want, we did not want past them. So, no problem. Um, no. But then the clown fest of the refereeing, the Tunisian Mali game, AF blew the whistle after 85 minutes, 85 minutes, 11 seconds, and then blew it also the 89th minute. What on earth? I don't, I don't understand. How can you explain this? And then he was told to go for a VAR review. He refused. You are talking oh. about Mike Dean being arrogant. This one is he's an African referee that nobody even knows and is arrogant. I'm telling you, he, he's just he's just building up his resume so that the Premier League can hire him. That's what he's trying to do. <laughs> the, truth is, the, truth, the truth is, this guy should not referee a football game again. Like, and then, and then Tunisia, Tunisia refused to come back af- like after because they said they are taking their eyes back. They had already prepared their mind to leave the stadium. And so they were the ones losing, but you can still understand why they were reluctant and they refused to go out. 
Yeah, yeah, it's done. It's done. Like, let's move. Let's just move on from it. They can get points and, elsewhere. And then the last thing I want to touch on in the AFCON, just very quickly, is the two biggest disappointments. Two mm, I know men, them. I know two them. Two bull men from the Cote d'Ivoire. From the UK. Play, all, that all play the in the Premier the, League. All the way from the UK. Sir Nicolas Pepe. And Egbon with Zaha, the 29-year-old Agbaya that keeps collecting foolish red cards. Both of them were on the bench for Cote d'Ivoire. How can you... You know, you know, you know, I saw the lineup and I was like, what? That just shows how far Pepe has fallen, especially. And they actually won without them. They actually won without them. Of course, of course they will win without them. Who do you think Pepe and Zaha is? Are they Messi? I don't understand. Of course they will win without them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> My God, yeah. This, what did I say? It's too funny, man. I'm, Zaha, I'm Zaha, Zaha is, a, is a disgrace. He left England to come and play for Cote d'Ivoire because apparently he expected to be a guaranteed starter. Now look at his life. He expected to look be the star life. boy. The star boy. Look star at his boy. life. Look at Pepe, it's 80 million pounds sitting on the bench for a youth bulldog, um, Bukayo Saka. <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm, already, I'm, I'm already disgusted. Let's just end the episode, please. I, I don't even want to say anything again. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We enjoyed your conflict, so we'll see you in the next one. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>